Hey everyone, welcome to Sunday Nights at Hope for Our Time. It's 4 o'clock here on the West Coast in California. And uh, wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is where you are watching, I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope that you are super blessed tonight. I believe that you're going to be. And I want to welcome you from Canada, from Mexico, from Australia, from the UK, from all over Europe, even from Russia and Israel. Um, listen, we have exciting, uh, an exciting message for you. Um, and I've got some news. I've had a rather busy week. I've been live for the last few Sunday nights. I needed a little bit of help this week, so I asked my good friend to come in and, uh, and take us in a direction that you're going to be super blessed. Listen, he's going to be speaking on Armageddon, and he's going to put everything into context for what's real, what's not real, what's fake that's out there, uh, what the movies say, what the Bible actually says, and where we currently are in all of this. So please welcome, by the way, next week I'll be live again. I can't wait for that. Uh, but right now, please welcome our good friend, Don Perkins. You're watching the message, The Battle of Armageddon. Now, before I get into the message, I'm going to mention some materials that you can go to our website uh, and, and get them there. Some great materials that are designed to help you uh, in your study. Uh, the first one here is called Exploring Bible Prophecy from Genesis to Revelation. It's a wonderful book uh, that you may want to add to your library. Uh, it covers all the prophecies in the scripture. Uh, it's by Dr. Tim LaHaye and Dr. Ed Heinsen. Uh, the next book is entitled Heavenly Rewards uh, by Dr. Mark Hitchcock. This is a wonderful study. Uh, it deals with the judgment seat of Christ. Uh, every born-again believer will be affected uh, by the judgment seat of Christ. So what you do today as a believer will determine whether you receive a reward in heaven or not. Uh, a great book that's designed to help you. Then we have a number of DVDs uh, at the bookstore there. And here's one we call the Twofers. Uh, this deals with the two comings. Uh, here we have the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. It's a two DVD set. Uh, we have a number of other twofers there. Uh, we have one called the Two Judgments, dealing with the judgment seat of Christ and the uh, the, the uh, Great White Throne Judgment, showing two different uh, judgments. So we got a number of twofers there. Then uh, the message we're looking you're looking at now is entitled "The Battle of Armageddon." You can actually order this message uh, at the at the bookstore as well. I will give you a few more things here. Uh, we have a wonderful series entitled "Understanding the Book of Revelation." Uh, uh, this is a full series here. We're covering uh, all 22 chapters of the Book of Revelation. Uh, in this series, uh, there will be over 60 plus DVDs, uh, as well as uh, USBs. You can actually go to the site. And you can get the USBs on this as well. Uh, we also have it in a CD form as well. But this is a wonderful series where we're looking at the, the, the study of the book of Revelation. Uh, this is taken from our TV program, which I'll talk a little bit about in a few minutes. Now we have our Bible prophecy manual. It's entitled Bible Prophecy, God's Order of Events. Uh, it's a user-friendly guide designed to help you understand Bible prophecy. Uh, a wonderful study, wonderful series of messages there. Uh, we have a dispensational chart in the back. Uh, this is a chart of time. We use this chart uh, to help you uh, map out uh, Bible prophecy. Uh, we start with the cross of Christ and go all the way to the eternal state, the new heavens and the new earth. A great study uh, that you may want to add to your library. Then we have our website, which is www.accordingthenumber2prophecy.org. Uh, we've been online since 1995. Uh, we're also part of the social media platforms, uh, Facebook, uh, Parler, uh, Twitter, and different other ones. We're there, so you can, you can find us there as well. I'm part of the Truly Family Entertainment Network. Uh, 
This is owned by Chicken Soup of the Soul. This is their religious arm. We have a number of uh, messages there, as well as our official YouTube channel. And then uh, our program that airs every week on his channel. Uh, that's hischannel.com. Uh, when you go to his channel, you can just go there and you can see the archive there. Or you can go to our website and we have a, have a banner link there that shows five of our most recent programs. Uh, our program, again, is called Your Future in Bible Prophecy. Again, it's a 30-minute program uh, related to Bible prophecy and to give you some understanding in regards uh, to it. Then last but not least, we have our brand new app. It's According to Prophecy app. You can go to uh, Apple uh, uh, App Store. You can go to Google Play Store. You can go to Amazon App Store, or you can even download it for your Roku. Uh, we have a lot of materials there. We have a lot of videos there. Uh, we have some of the Revelation series there. You can go there, but it's a great app full of a lot of a lot of information that's designed to help you. So I encourage you to go there. Now, uh, my message today is entitled "The Battle of Armageddon," and what I'm going to do, as I always do, I want to open in prayer. Father, we love you, and it's always a privilege, first and foremost, as we stand before you. And Lord, it's an honor as we come before your people with your word. Lord, I ask today by your Holy Spirit, I ask that you would open the scriptures to our hearts. Lord, dissolve doubts, remove fears and confusion concerning this, this great battle of Armageddon. Uh, let our hearts burn within us as you teach us the word of God. Now, Lord, we love you. We give you all the honor and all the glory now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Battle of Armageddon. Now, this is, a, is an amazing uh, battle that will take place uh, in Scripture, the Bible says, but it will uh, literally uh, come to pass. You know, there are a lot of different views out there about Armageddon, but, you know, I like to allow the Word of God to do the talking. So I'm going to bring in my prophecy chart here. And again, this is our chart. It's a chart of time. As always, we're, we're currently in what's called the uh, church age. We're dealing with the church. The next event, I believe, is that event called the rapture of the church. Now, I'm going to bring in a circle into the screen here. Here you have the second coming of Christ. Uh, then you're going to see a little triangle. This right here is the battle of Armageddon. So what we're going to see and distinguish today is that Armageddon is an event that will take place as a direct result of the second coming of Christ. Uh, you got to be very, very careful when you watch the news media or any time uh, a bomb explodes in Israel, uh, the headlines read in the newspaper, Armageddon today, or Armageddon is happening. You know, Armageddon cannot happen without the battle of, I mean, without the second coming of Christ, which is after the great tribulation. Again, we'll talk about that uh, as we go forward. Now, I'm a topical teacher, so I'm going to give you a number of topics we're going to look at. First of all, I want to define what is the battle of Armageddon. We're going to define it. Uh, in that too, I'm also going to show you what is not the battle of Armageddon because there's a lot of falsehood out there uh, that's being taught. Then I'm going to give you uh, names given to Armageddon. And these are names that you're going to see different names throughout the scripture uh, that literally point to the battle of Armageddon. Then I'm going to show you Armageddon in Scripture. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you all over the Scripture, and I'm going to show you events that are going to literally uh, uh, explain and give us a full panoramic understanding or view of the battle of Armageddon. We're going to see that. Then we're going to look at when will the battle take place. We're going to find out that this battle can only happen at a certain period of time uh, in the future. Uh, it's a specific time when this battle will take place. It can't happen outside of that. And again, it's safety in understanding that. Then we'll look at where will this battle take place. We're going to find out that the Battle of Armageddon is a geographical battle. 
Uh, it's a battle that can only take place uh, in, a, in, in a specific place that the scripture gives. And we're going to see that. Then we're going to look at who are the armies and how will they get there. Now, there'll be armies that's going to be a part of this battle. Uh, we know Jesus, Jesus Christ coming back in the second coming with his armies, but there will be other armies that will be gathered there as well. And those armies, we're going to find out who are these armies that's going to be gathered for the battle. And then last, we'll close out looking at what will this battle accomplish? What will the battle of Armageddon accomplish in the prophetic program of God? And again, I think it's going to give you some understanding and it's going to help you. So, we're going to start our study looking at what is the battle of Armageddon. And as I mentioned, uh, when I start off looking at it, I want to first show you what is not the battle of Armageddon. So I'm going to bring it to a screen, uh, into the screen. This is a movie called Armageddon. Uh, Bruce Willis, he was one of the stars in that movie. And I got to say, uh, when this movie first came out, you know, I said, I got to see this. I want to see if Hollywood got it right. Well, uh, true to form, Hollywood, again, they missed it. They didn't get it right. Uh, this Armageddon was in reference to a meteorite or something that was about to collide into planet Earth. And they were sent up there to blow up the meteorite. But they called it Armageddon. This is not Armageddon. I'm going to show you biblically what is the battle of Armageddon. Now I'm going to show you something else because there's a lot of falsehood and false teachings out there. This article appeared in 2012. It was August 21, uh, 2000. 2011, that's when it happened. Uh, let me read the article. It says, The Telegraph Report, a French village which will survive the 2012 Armageddon is plagued by visitors. Now, the article appeared August 21, 2011. Listen to the article. The mayor of a French village was threatened to call in the army to seal off uh, to seal it off from a tide of New Age fanatics and UFO watchers who are convinced it is the only place on earth to be spared Armageddon in 2012. Now, in 2012, they had this crazy uh, thing uh, with, uh, I think it was the Mayans, just, just ridiculous stuff. Uh, and they talk about the world's coming to end or Armageddon's going to happen. So these people, uh, they, were, they were flooding this little French village uh, so much to the fact that the mayor was threatening to bring in the army uh, to stop these UFO nuts from coming in there. Uh, they said this was the safest place in the, in the world from Armageddon. We're going to see, listen, there is no safety from Armageddon when Armageddon takes place. Uh, well, there is safety, and that safety is being, being born again and being with Christ. But if you're not born again at the time of Armageddon, uh, there's no safety for you. We're going to see that. Uh, I'm going to show you another one. This, again, is another falsehood that's not Armageddon. Uh, History Channel has a program, or had a program, it's called Apocalypse Man. Uh, the subtitle was How to Survive Armageddon. Listen to this. They said government authorities say it's not if, but when a, monu a moment in the future when just as it has been in the past, some event will spark mass destruction, leaving human beings, humans challenged to find shelter, uh, heat, water, food, water and defense. If that happens, what would you uh, would you know what to do? Uh, survival expert Rudy Ruiz Listen to this. Rudy Ruiz journeys through abandoned buildings, showing uh, showing some surprising survival techniques, uh, including making fire from steel wool, uh, finding safe houses and creating shortwave radio transmission. So 
History Channel created a program called How to Survive Armageddon. Yeah, this guy's called the Apocalypse Man. Let me tell you something. This is just ridiculous. They don't understand Armageddon. They don't understand Armageddon from a biblical perspective. So therefore, you know, we need to teach and give a clear uh, understanding of what Armageddon is and what's going to be involved in. Uh, This right here, if Armageddon was to take place, this could not help you. And I got to tell you that. So we're going to go a little further and I'm going to begin to give you some understanding. I'm going to show you one more thing here. Uh, You know, all across the world, the term Armageddon has been so beat up. Uh, They have called it all kind of stuff, financial Armageddon, every kind of Armageddon there is. Well, we live here in Southern California, and a few years back, uh, they were doing some major work on the highway called 405 in Los Angeles. Now, Los Angeles has some of the worst traffic in the world. Well, as a result of this construction, uh, they it created mass uh, mass traffic. You can look at the picture there. You see all these highways, all these lanes full of traffic. But the news media called it this. They called it Carmageddon. You know, again, there are all types of Armageddon's because of the term Armageddon. But I want to say to you today, there's only one battle of Armageddon. Uh, And again, we're going to see from the scripture what the Bible has to say uh, in regards to Armageddon. So let's look at Armageddon. Let me give you a a definition of what it is. So what is the battle of Armageddon? The battle of Armageddon will be a war of such catastrophic proportions that nothing known to mankind can compare. Jesus Christ will attack and defeat the Antichrist and his armies, resulting in monumental bloodshed and death in the land. This battle will take place in the prophesied geographical location in the land of Israel, known as the Valley of Megiddo. This event will take place after the Great Tribulation period, at the second coming of Jesus Christ, when he returns to set up his millennial kingdom in the earth. So this is what Armageddon is. Uh, Armageddon is a it's a it's a supernatural battle that would take place uh, in the earth as a direct result of the second coming of Christ. Now, from the Smith's Bible dictionary, let me give you another understanding uh, and drill a little bit deeper down to understand what it is. Uh, uh, Armageddon, based on the Smith's Bible dictionary, the hill or the city of Megiddo. Uh, This is Revelation chapter 16, verse 16. The scene of such struggle of good and evil was suggested by the battlefield, which was famous for two great victories over Barak, over the uh, of Barak, over the Canaanites. You find this in Judges chapter four and five and of Gideon uh, over the Midianites. This is Judges chapter seven. And for two great disasters, uh, the death of Saul, King Saul, and King Josiah, 2 Kings chapter 23, verses 29 through 30, and 2 Chronicles chapter uh, 35, verse number 22. Hence, it signifies in Revelation a place of great slaughter, the scene of a terrible retribution upon the wicked, the name as Harmageddon, the hill as Har is the city of Megiddo. Now, it uses a term uh, in the Hebrew called Harmageddon. So I'm going to give you a little more definition because we're going to drill down and you look at what this, what this term means, Armageddon. What is Armageddon? So it has a term called Harmageddon. All right, Harmageddon, what, is, what does it mean? Harmageddon uh, is the mountain or range of hills. It's a hill country. It's a mount of slaughter. It refers to the hills of Megiddo. 
the term Megiddo means rendezvous, uh, Megidon, a place in Israel. Then Gadad. Gadad is another word that's derived from this in the Hebrew. The, uh, the term Gadad, it means to crowd, also to, uh, uh, to, to gash, uh, as if by pressing into. It means to assemble or assemble selves by troops. It means to gather selves together or self in troop. And it also means to cut selves. Now, again, this terminology that we're looking at here literally is giving us some understanding about the Battle of Armageddon. Armageddon will be a place where the armies of the world will be gathered and they will be gathered uh, like troops and they will be pressed together. Uh, it's like like they would be on a wine press and God's going to judge them. We ought to see here Armageddon would be a battle like no other battle this world has ever, ever experienced. Uh, Jesus Christ would be a direct uh, uh, cause of this battle. His return would be a direct cause of it. So this battle would be a battle like none other. Now, let's go a little further in the study. And now I want to give you some names, different names that are related to Armageddon in Scripture. Okay, so I'm going to give you some names. Uh, the first name I want to give you is called the, the Supper of the Great God. The Supper of the Great God. You find this in Revelation chapter uh, 19, verse number 17. Uh, John wrote this, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves unto the Supper of the of the great God. And we'll go a little more in depth to look at that. So a name for Armageddon is called the Supper of the Great God. Now we do know that there is another supper in Revelation. It's called the Supper of the Lamb, uh, 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 of the marriage supper of the Lamb, and that's only for the redeemed. Uh, we'll go a little more in depth to explain the Great Supper of God. Now here's another name. It's called the Valley of Jehoshaphat. Uh, you find this in the book of Joel, chapter 3, verses number 2. Joel wrote, he says, uh, God says, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will plead with them there uh, for my people and for my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted the land. Uh, the valley of Jehoshaphat is another reference to the battle of Armageddon. Here's another one. It's called the valley of decision. Uh, we find this in Joel chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Uh, the prophet wrote in verse 13, God says, Put ye in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, get you down, for the press is full. The fats overflow, for the wickedness is great. Verse 14, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of, of the Lord is near in the Valley of Decision. So this is another reference to the Battle of Armageddon. Here's another one. Look at this. This is uh, uh, it's called the Day of Vengeance of Our God. You find this in Isaiah chapter 61, verses, uh, verses 1 and 2. Uh, I'm going I'm to bring you down to verse 2. Uh, verse 2 says, Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our, uh, of our God to comfort all that mourn. So another reference to the, to the name Armageddon or to the battle is called the day of vengeance. 
And again, I'll go a little more in depth to explain it later. But the day of vengeance, this is a this is going to be a terrible day uh, for the unredeemed. This is going to be a day uh, where where Jesus is going to he's going to judge his enemies at this time. And again, it's going to be an amazing, amazing battle. Now, here's another name. It's called the great wine press of the wrath of God. The great wine press of the wrath of God. Uh, we find this in Revelation chapter 14, verse number 19. Uh, we also find it in Revelation chapter uh, 19, verse 15. Uh, in verse uh, 19 of, of uh, Revelation 14, uh, John wrote, And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. I'm going to go a little more depth to explain what that is. Uh, Revelation 19, 15, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Again, I'm going to explain that as we go forward. But it's, another name is called the great winepress of the wrath of God. And then here's another one. It's called the battle of the great day of God Almighty. The battle of the great day of God Almighty. We find this in Revelation chapter 16, verse number 14. John wrote, For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to battle uh, of that great day of God Almighty. It's called the great day of of God Almighty, God's gonna, He's gonna, He's gonna uh, uh, take uh, take control of the world. Uh, he's gonna have vengeance uh, on the on the wicked. He's gonna judge them, and again, it's gonna be a battle like mankind uh, cannot imagine. You know, uh, you know, when we started this study, I, I was looking at. Uh, some of the false views about Armageddon, how, you know, History Channel had the book, uh, you know, having had the, the program called Apocalypse Man, how you can survive Armageddon. Let me tell you something. When this happens, Armageddon will be a direct result of the judgment of God. If you're not serving God at that time, you cannot escape Armageddon. You cannot, uh, you know, live in, in other places and think you're going to make it. Uh, those, that are, those that find themselves uh, in that Armageddon uh, theater uh, of battle, uh, they won't escape the judgments of God. They will be judged by God. So again, some of the falsehoods that are being out there is totally unbiblical. Now, let's move a little further. And what I'm going to do now, uh, I'm going to go and we're going to look now at Armageddon in the scriptures. Now, some of the verses I just read to you, giving you names, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth to kind of explain what's going to happen and show you Armageddon in the scriptures. Uh, we're going to see what the Bible has to say in reference. So the first one I want to give you is found in Revelation chapter 14, verses 17 through 20. You may want to write this text down and then come back to it in your time of study. But here we're going to see reference to Armageddon. So we're going to start off here in Revelation chapter 14, verse number 17. Uh, John is talking. At, now, let me say chapter 14 of Revelation. Uh, scholars call it a parenthetical chapter, meaning it's a chapter in parentheses. God is given a little more understanding of what's going to happen at Armageddon. Now, we do know that the battle of Armageddon will take place in Revelation chapter 19. But 
John, uh, he's allowed to see in the future uh, the events uh, of Armageddon in chapter 14 as a parenthetical. He's going to give us a little more understanding of what's going to happen uh, at the actual battle. So we're going to pick up here at verse number 17 of Revelation 14. John wrote this, And another, another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven. He also having a sharp sickle and another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire and cried with a loud voice to him that had the sharp sickle saying, thrust in thy sharp sickle and gather the cluster of the vine of the earth for her grapes are fully ripe. Verse 19. And the angel thrust in his, his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. Verse 20, and the winepress was trodden without the city and blood came out of the winepress even unto the horse's bridle by the space of a thousand uh, six hundred furlongs or 170 miles. Now, this right here is a parenthetical chapter. It's giving a little more understanding of what's going to happen at Armageddon. But what's going to happen is uh, the Bible talks about the angel will thrust in his sickle of judgment. The Bible says he's going to gather the cluster of the grapes. Uh, at Armageddon, the wicked will be, will be like grapes. Uh, uh, they, they're considered grapes and they're going to be harvested. God's going to allow them to be harvested and then they will be thrust into Armageddon or thrust into the wine press of God, and there they will be trodden under feet. God's, Jesus is going to judge them. Uh, verse 14, it says that the blood will come out, come up to the horse's bridle by the space of a hundred, uh, I mean, a thousand six hundred furlongs or 170 miles. This is going to be a battle like none other. And again, I'm going to talk to you more about it as we go forward. But here we have in Revelation 14, verses 17 through 20. Now, let me give you another one. This is Revelation chapter 16, verses uh, 12 through 16. Now here in chapter 16, uh, we're actually looking uh, at the vile judgments. And these are the judgments. Uh, this is the last set of judgments that will enter the great tribulation. Uh, these are judgments that these angels will literally pour the, the wrath of God into the great tribulation period. And as these angels pour their judgments in, uh, supernatural events will take place. So now we're going to look here at one of those supernatural events that's going to lead to Armageddon. So Revelation chapter 16, we'll start here at verse number 12. Verse 12 says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And John said, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, that's Satan, out of the mouth of the beast, that's the Antichrist, and out of the mouth of the false prophet, uh, that's the false prophet. These are This is that unholy trinity. Uh, but what's going to happen at the time of, of great tribulation, when this angel, this sixth angel, sixth angel pours vile judgment into the earth, these unclean spirits will be vomited out of Satan, the false prophet and Antichrist. But these unclean spirits, they're going to come out of them on assignment. Look at verse 14. It says, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. John wrote in verse 15, 
Uh, behold, I, Jesus said, behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Now, these, these unclean spirits will go out and they're going to gather men supernaturally. They're going to draw them. They're going to entice and influence men from all over the world to, to be gathered to the battle. Now, where will they be gathered to? Verse 16, John wrote, and he gathered them together in a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. So the ungodly will be gathered supernaturally by these unclean spirits to the place where Armageddon will be fought. Uh, this is going to be a supernatural event. God's going to supernaturally draw these armies as they're going to come. He's going to use the Antichrist false prophet and, uh, uh, and Satan. Uh, these unclean spirits will, will be, will be uh, uh, vomited out of them, and these spirits will go throughout the world to gather men uh, for this supernatural battle uh, that will be uh, already won. Jesus, going to, Jesus will defeat the Antichrist, and it, won't be, it won't, really won't be a battle because it's going to be a one-sided event, but the Scripture tells us about it. Now, let's go, let's go a step further. Here's another one. Uh, we find this in the book of Revelation. Chapter 17, verses 13 and 14. And I really love this one because this verse about, these verses I'm about to give you here, they already show us uh, the victory uh, at Armageddon. Christ Jesus will win the battle of Armageddon. So look at this verse here. Uh, this is Revelation chapter 17, verses 13 and 14. Verse 13, John wrote, these have one mind. Now, now, the one he's given reference to, these are the leaders and the nations that will form an alliance with Antichrist. So listen to what it says. These have, will have one mind and shall give their power and uh, strength unto the beast, unto the Antichrist. Verse 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords, and king of kings, and they that are with him are the called, the chosen, and the faithful. I love this. Revelation 17, 13, 14 lets us know that the armies of the world will form an alliance with Antichrist. They will be gathered. They'll have one mind. They'll surrender their power to the Antichrist, to the beast. But the Bible tells us in verse 14, they're going to make war with the Lamb. And I love the text here because it has the Lamb, capital L-A-M-B. We know it's talking about Jesus Christ. They're going to make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. Jesus will defeat the Antichrist and his forces at Armageddon. The Bible says why? Because he is Lord of Lords, he's King of Kings. But I like the latter part of verse 14. Uh, John wrote here, it says, And they that are with the Lamb are the call, the chosen, and the favor. And I believe this gives reference to we, the born again, who will be a part of the army of Christ, coming back with Christ in Revelation 19. We will comprise the army of Christ, his administration coming back with him to set up his millennial government uh, during the time of great tribulation. So I love Revelation 17, verses 13 and 14, uh, because it already prophesied that Jesus will defeat Antichrist at Armageddon. Now, I'm going to take you now to the actual text, though, uh, and I love this. This is the actual Armageddon text here, Revelation chapter 19, verses 15 through 21. Now, Revelation 19, verses 11 through 14, it actually gives us the physical, literal return of Christ. Uh, we talked about that in the series uh, on uh, the second coming. You can get that DVD as well. We go in depth to talk about that. But now, uh, well, I say, I say, I said Revelation 19. 
uh, verses 11 through 14. It's 11 through 15. Uh, but I picked up at 15, and I'm going to take you right on into uh, the Armageddon text, okay? So Revelation 19, 15. Listen to what, what the Scripture says. John wrote, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. Talking about Jesus at second coming. Out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the wrath of Almighty God. Now, remember I shared earlier with one of the other verses about Armageddon, how, how the angel will, he will harvest the wicked like grapes, and he will thrust them into, into the winepress. Well, that winepress will be the valley, the valley of Megiddo, and Jesus will be the one who will tread the grave. Jesus will, will be the one who will who will um, who will smash the wicked. He will he will judge the wicked uh, at Armageddon. Uh, uh, so here it says here, and he Jesus he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Uh, this is the battle of Armageddon. We're going to pick up now in verse sixteen. John wrote, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus is coming back to take full authority at this time. He's going to dethrone the Antichrist and his armies, and he's going to set up his government. Verse 17, John says, and I saw an angel standing in the sun. And he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the files that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. So what's going to happen in Armageddon, uh, it's called the Great Supper of God. What's going to happen? God's going to gather all of these uh, birds of prey, these uh, vulturous birds of prey. Uh, and what's going to happen? They're going to be gathered for the Supper of God. Uh, the enemies of Jesus Christ will be defeated by Christ at Armageddon, and these birds of prey will eat their flesh. God's going to gather these birds of prey, and they're going to come, and it's going to be the Supper of God. Now, I mentioned in the beginning of it, that Revelation 19 gives us two suppers, the supper, the marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, that's when the redeemed are with Christ in celebration of the marriage. But here we see the second supper, the supper of the great God, which is God's judgment on the wicked. Uh, this is going to be a battle like none other. Now, let's go on down to verse number 18. John wrote, that these birds are prayed that they may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of, my, of mighty men and the flesh of horses and them that sat on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Verse 19, John says, And I saw the beasts of the Antichrist and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him, that sat on the horse and against his army. So at Armageddon, in the Armageddon theater, where this battle will, will be take place, the Antichrist and his forces will be gathered to meet Christ. But it's going to be to their demise. Here, Jesus Christ will defeat the Antichrist and his armies. These nations that formed an alliance that have one mind, they're going to surrender their power and authority to Antichrist. All of them will be judged at this time. They are gathered to make war against Jesus Christ. Again, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a, a, uh, a defeat uh, right from the start. Jesus will wear them out. He's going to judge them. And again, we're going to see that as we go, as we go forward. Now, let's look at Revelation chapter 19, 
verse number 20. Now, here's where Antichrist and false prophet will literally be judged from Armageddon. So in verse uh, 20 of Revelation 19, John wrote this, And the beast, or the Antichrist, was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with, with which he deceived them that received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. So in verse 20 here, the Antichrist and false prophet will be taken from the Armageddon battle, from the theater of battle. They will be taken. Angels will grab both of these two men, Antichrist, false prophet, and they will be cast alive into the eternal hell, which is the, uh, which is the lake of fire. They will be cast. They won't even have time to die uh, physically, and they won't go before the great white throne. God will take them from Armageddon and judge these two men. They will be cast into the lake of fire. But then the Bible goes on to talk about the armies that are left after God takes its leaders. Uh, verse 21, John wrote, And the remnant, those people that were left, were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were, uh, were filled with their flesh. So uh, God's going to judge Antichrist, false prophet, take him out of the, the, uh, the battle of Armageddon theater, and then he's going to judge the armies that are left. Uh, the Bible said that he's going to judge them with, with the sword of his mouth. He's going to speak a word, and all of the Antichrist's armies will be judged, and the birds of, uh, birds of prey will enjoy their flesh. This is called the Supper of the Great God. This is truly the battle of Armageddon. Now, uh, just by reading the scriptures here, uh, you already see that what you have thought Armageddon is is totally, uh, is totally not what the Bible says. Uh, when I saw that movie, Hollywood movie of Armageddon and this meteorite coming to the earth, that's not Armageddon. Armageddon involves uh, Jesus Christ coming back as a man of war to take authority in the earth. He's coming back to judge the world at this time. He's going to judge them. And uh, the armies uh, of Antichrist will be judged. Uh, Antichrist and false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire. Again, this is a judgment that mankind did not know about or didn't fully understand. And because of that, we have all these weird teachings and ideas about Armageddon. Now, I want to give you another one. And this is from the book of Isaiah. It's going to give us a little more insight in reference to Armageddon. And I really love this passage. This is Isaiah chapter 63. Verses 1 through 4. Listen to what the prophet wrote under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 63, 1, the prophet wrote, Who is this that cometh from Eden with dyed garments of Basra? This is that glorious in his apparel, tra uh, tra travailing, in, uh, tra uh, tra tra travailing in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness mighty to save. Look at verse 2. He said, Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thine garments like him that treadeth the winepress? So uh, the prophet is asking him, why are your garments stained with blood? I mean, I mean, I mean in red. I mean, why, why is it? You look like somebody who's been in a wine fat, a wine press. You know, why are your, why are your garments stained like that? Look at verse number 3. He says, I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in my anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood 
shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my remnant. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeem is come. Now, this is an amazing passage here because this gives reference to when, when Jesus Christ uh, goes to deliver his Jewish brothers, uh, I believe, from the place called Petra. Uh, this would be a city, uh, an old Edomite city, where God is going to supernaturally protect the Jews uh, at, uh, at the midpoint of the tribulation. Those Jews that flee uh, when the Antichrist desecrate the Jewish altars and Jesus tell them to flee to the mountains, uh, those Jews that make it there, Jesus will come to deliver them. And again, this is called the day of vengeance uh, or the day of vengeance will be in his heart. So again, this is just an amazing passage here. Um, uh, here. So what I want to do, to give you a little more insight, uh, I want to quote from the book Things to Come by uh, Dr. J. Dwight Pentecost, and he's going to give us some insight in reference to this particular passage. Listen to what he says. He says, it appears from Scripture that this last great battle of the great day of God Almighty will reach far beyond Armageddon or the Valley of Megiddo. Armageddon appears to be mainly the place where the troops will be gathered together from the four corners of the world. Uh, and, from Arm and from Armageddon, the battle will spread out over the entire land of Israel. Joel speaks of the battle, uh, Joel speaks of the last battle uh, being fought in the valley of Jehoshaphat, which is close by Jerusalem. He goes on to say this, and Isaiah showed, showed Christ coming with bloodstained garments from Edom, and Edom is south of Israel. So the battle of Armageddon will, will stretch uh, from the valley of Megiddo uh, in, uh, in, the, in the north of Israel through the valley of Jehoshaphat near Jerusalem and, uh, down, and on down to Edom at the extreme southern part of Israel. The book of Revelation also says uh, the blood will flow to the bits of the horses' bridles uh, for 116 miles or 176, I mean, sorry, uh, 1,600 furlongs or 176 miles, covering the entire length of Israel. But Jerusalem will no doubt be the center of interest during the Battle of Armageddon. For, the, for God's word says, I will gather all nations, listen to this, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. Again, this is a, just an amazing event that's going to happen. A lot of people got all these weird ideas about Armageddon, but the scripture lets us know a lot about it. Now, I want to quote one other scholar here from the late, uh, uh, well, from the book Prophecy 2020. Uh, this is the late Dr. Chuck Missler, and he gave us a little more insight about the second coming and Armageddon. Listen to what he says. I love this quote. He says, if this battle wasn't stopped, all mankind would be destroyed. However, the Lord interrupts it at Petra, in Edom, fighting for the remnant of believers, he is described as covered with blood of his enemies. Look at this. The Antichrist is powerless before Christ. His armies are destroyed at Basra and then Megiddo from Basra to Megiddo will, uh, is 176 miles or 1,600 furlongs. Again, this is just unbelievable here. This is going to be a battle like none other. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, uh, the Lamb of God, has been prophesied to defeat the Antichrist. Now, 
uh, he's called the lamb. That's almost like an oxymoron, the lamb defeating uh, uh, his enemy. But this lamb, the lamb of God, uh, Jesus Christ will defeat this, this sweet lamb. He's going to judge the Antichrist and his armies. Uh, and again, this is a battle like none, like none other. Now, let's go a step further because we, we're moving fast here. Now we're going to look at when will the battle take place? This is key because a lot of people, uh, as, as things happen in Israel today, they get all freaked out about it. Uh, you see wars around, around the world. People say, that's Armageddon or this is Armageddon. No, Armageddon can only take place at a specific time. And again, we're going to see that. So I'm going to give you some, some examples of when will it happen. When will Armageddon take place? First, it will take place immediately after the Great Tribulation. This is Matthew chapter 24, verses 28 and 30. It says, immediately after the tribulation of those days. Uh, Christ is coming, second coming, second coming will produce Armageddon. When will the battle of Armageddon take place? It's going to take place after the marriage supper of the Lamb. Revelation 19 uh, verses uh, 7, it's really 7 and 9, but you read all of the passage there. Uh, uh, after, the uh, after the marriage supper of the Lamb, when will it take place? Right before the millennial period uh, and before Satan is bound in the bottomless pit. This is Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 7. Uh, I'm giving you examples of when will this battle take place. So this battle is sandwiched in between the Great Tribulation period and the millennial kingdom uh, at the second coming and the battle of Armageddon. That's the only time Armageddon can take place. So don't believe the tabloids. Uh, don't believe the news rags you see in the news in, 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 the, in the grocery store. Armageddon is here. Armageddon is, is upon us. No, it cannot happen without the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, let's go a little bit further. Where will this battle take place. Now, I shared earlier again that Armageddon, this battle, it's a geographical battle. It can only happen in a specific place. Just like we talked about on the video dealing with the second coming. Uh, the second coming is a geographical coming. Uh, I shared then Jesus would not come back uh, to the United States. The battle of Armageddon will not touch the United States. Uh, the battle of Armageddon will not touch England. It will not touch China. Uh, it will not touch Zimbabwe. Uh, the battle of Armageddon is a geographical battle that will take place in a geographical location. So let me establish that for you. Where will this battle take place? Revelation chapter 16, verse 16, a passage we read earlier. And he gathered them together in a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. The Battle of Armageddon, you see this map here. Uh, there's a place called Megiddo. Uh, this, is, this is in Israel. So the Battle of Armageddon will take place in the nation of Israel in the Valley of Megiddo. So let me give a little understanding about that. The oval-shaped valley, also known as Megiddo, is now commonly known as the Valley of Jezreel. As Megiddo uh, lie near the point of entry into the Je Jezreel Valley uh, of the most important pass uh, through the through the uh, through the Camel Range. It controlled the the way of the sea. This important highway was the ancient trade routes between Egypt and Mesopotamia. Uh, thus, in addition to invading armies, traders from all over the world passed by the walls and probably through its gates. So again, uh, this is a picture I want to give. This is a this is an overview of the Valley of, Meg of Megiddo. 
uh, the Valley of Jezreel. This is where the Battle of Armageddon will take place. The armies of the world will be gathered to this place. And what's going to happen? They will meet their defeat and demise. Antichrist and his armies will be gathered here to come against Jesus and they will be defeated. Again, look at that. Look at that valley. It's just massive, but it's a prophesied valley where the battle will take place. Now, I want to give you a, uh, give you a little fact. I call this a factoid. Uh, I believe the battle of Armageddon will only last for one hour. The reason why I say that, I think the scripture is going to actually allude to this. This battle won't be uh, a three-week campaign, a month campaign. Uh, I believe the battle of Armageddon will be a one-day event. It won't take Jesus all day to do this. Uh, so let me give you a passage here. It's found in Zechariah chapter 14, uh, verse number 6. I'm going to start there, verse 6 and 7. Verse number 6, the, the prophet wrote, And it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not be clear nor dark. Verse 7, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. So when Christ come back, the Bible lets us know he's coming back in the brightness of his coming. Second Thessalonians tell us when Jesus is coming back, his, uh, the brightness of his coming will actually do the destruction. So his glory will light the whole region. They won't know whether it's day or night because the glory of Christ will so illuminate the valley of Megiddo. But the scripture says, verse 7, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night. So it won't be a long campaign. Uh, Jesus won't be sitting there just fighting and fighting and fighting. No, it's going to be a one-sided judgment. Jesus Christ will literally defeat Antichrist. And again, it's just amazing. Now, we're going a step further. We're almost done. We're going a step further now. Now we're going to see who are the armies and how will they get there? Who are the armies uh, that's going to join Antichrist uh, in, this, in this battle? So first of all, number one, Jesus Christ will be there, all of the saints and his holy angels. This is Revelation chapter 19, 11 and 14, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7. So Jesus Christ will be at the battle, all of the saints will be at the battle, and all the holy angels will be there. Uh, who will be there? Uh, Satan's influence will definitely be there with the Antichrist and false prophet. Revelation chapter 16, 13, Revelation 19, verses 19 and 20. Antichrist, false prophet will be there. Uh, Antichrist will be fully demon-powered and possessed uh, by Satan at that time. Who will be there? The ten horns, ten toes, or the ten kings and uh, with their kingdoms. Uh, or the revised Roman Empire will be there. Uh, this is going to be the kingdom that the Antichrist will literally be over. All of the nations are going to form an alliance with him. This is Revelation 17, 12 through 14, and Daniel chapter 2, verses 42 and through 44. Uh, who also will be there with these armies? The kings of the east and the kings of the earth and the whole world. Uh, Revelation 16, verses uh, 14, I mean, verses 12 and 14, talks about these unclean spirits going to go and gather men. Uh, to the battle, the kings of the east, uh, they will come and be a part of the battle. Uh, they're going to be part of this world, um, uh, just a, 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 a whole amalgam of, of nations going to come together to come against Christ, and then they will be defeated. 
And then here, captains, mighty men, and men and women free in bond. Revelation 19, 18, Luke 17, 29 through 37, and Matthew 24, 38. So the armies of the world will be gathered here to battle, but it's going to be a battle where they will be defeated. Now, uh, I mentioned this uh, a, a while back in, an, in another presentation, and I want to I want to include it here because I believe that this is going to help us understand uh, who will be gathered for the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, there's a passage uh, that's found in the Gospel of Lucas. Uh, it talks about one taken and one left behind. Uh, this passage has been used many times to refer to the rapture of the church, but I want to show you today that this has nothing to do with the rapture, and it has everything to do with the Battle of Armageddon. So I'm going to give you the passage here. We're going to see how the armies will be supernaturally gathered uh, to the battleground, okay? So uh, one taken and one left has nothing to do with the rapture. So we take this, we look at this from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verse number 34. Jesus is giving this account. He said in verse 34, And I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed, uh, the one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Verse 35, two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Uh, verse 36, two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. So here Jesus is talking about uh, at this particular time, uh, a person will be taken and another one will be left. Uh, we come on down to verse number 37. Now, well, before I read 37, let me say this. Most of the time we stop there with this particular text. Uh, and they say this is the rapture. Now, this will be a, a, an event like the rapture. I do believe that uh, many people will be left time. You, you may have a husband saved and a wife not saved. At the time of the rapture, the husband will be taken and the wife will be left, or vice versa, uh, or a child may be born again. His parents not, the child taken, the parents left. That's true. But this account has nothing to do with the rapture. And the reason why we know that because verse 37, the disciples would do something that we don't do. The disciples questioned Jesus as to where are these people being taken? So the one who's taken at that time, Lord, where are they going? Where are these people going? And Jesus' answer is going to give us total understanding that they're going to the battle of Armageddon. Look at this, verse 37. And they answered and said unto him, where, Lord, Lord, where are these people being taken? And he, Jesus, said unto them, listen to this, wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. Now, this term body in the Greek has reference to caucus. Uh, the term eagle here has reference to vulturous birds. So these people here that are taken, they are taken, their caucus, their caucus will be there. Uh, they are taken to be eaten by the vultures. This is not a rapture text. This has nothing to do with the rapture. Uh, this is not a glorious uh, redemption or, or taking up of the church. This is the judgment of God. And you remember I read earlier in reference to these unclean spirits going to gather men? I believe this is exactly how it's going to happen. Uh, now, Matthew 24, Jesus talks about this. Look at this. Matthew 24, verse 27, Jesus said this, For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 28. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles or the vultures be gathered together. 
When? Immediately. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give a light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. This is Armageddon. Those people are gathered supernaturally, but they gather to a place called Armageddon and they will be judged and the birds of prey will eat their flesh. Okay, then I, I, I went back to the text in Luke and Revelation chapter 16, uh, dealing with these uh, unclean spirits just to tie it all together. Uh, this is when this is when that sixth angel poured out his vial. Uh, Revelation 16, 13, John wrote, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet. Verse 14, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. So again, these unclean spirits are going to gather men to the battle of Armageddon. Verse 16, and he gathered them together in a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. My point that I'm making is this. The text in Luke chapter 17 is not a rapture text, one taking, one left. This one taking means that these are taking to the battlefield of Armageddon, and there they will be judged by God, uh, by Christ, and their flesh will be eaten by the birds of prey. So this, this has reference to Armageddon text. Now, uh, what will Armageddon accomplish as we close? What will this battle accomplish in the in the program of God? Number one, it will deliver national Israel from the total destruction by Antichrist. Daniel chapter 7, verse 26, Zechariah 14, 12, and Matthew 24, 22. What will it do? It will punish the nations of the world. These nations who have come against Christ, who have formed an alliance with Antichrist. Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. Zechariah chapter 12, verses 3, and Revelation 16, 13, and Revelation 19, verse 19 and 20. He's going to judge and punish the ungodly, these nations that have come against him. Uh, what will it accomplish is he's going to judge those who have received the mark of the beast. Revelation 14, verses uh, 9 through 11, and Revelation 19, verses 20 and 21. He's going to judge those who formed an alliance with Antichrist. What will it also accomplish? He's going to judge the ungodly uh, of the earth. I love this. Psalm 96. You ought to read that passage. Uh, Psalm 96, 13. Uh, Jude 1, 15, and Revelation 19, 21. God's going to judge the ungodly at this time for coming against him and turning their backs on him. He's going to judge them. And then he's going to bring an end to the Antichrist's kingdom. He's going to bring an end to the Antichrist's kingdom. The battle of Armageddon will literally close the door on the Antichrist, the false prophet, and his leadership. They, these two men will be judged and cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 19, 19, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 and verses 9. I'm going to give you a few more here. Number six, uh, the fowls of heaven will eat the flesh of men. Revelation 19, verses 17 through 21. God's going to judge them, and the birds of prey will eat their flesh. Matthew 24, 28, and Luke 17, 37. Then the blood will come up to the horse's bridle. Revelation chapter 14, verse number 20. And then Antichrist and false prophet will be cast alive into the lake of fire. Revelation 19, 20, 21. I mean, Revelation 19 and uh, verses 19 and 20. And 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18, I mean, verse 8 9. Now you may say, Brother Perkins, some of these verses you are rereading them. The reason why I'm doing that, because I'm establishing truth. 
Uh, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So I want to I want to reiterate something so you understand to put everything in proper perspective. Armageddon will accomplish a lot of things in the program of God. And I'm almost done here. Uh, uh, also, uh, Armageddon will uh, it will cause Satan to be bound. Uh, Satan will be bound and cast into the bottomless pit at the close of Armageddon, because at the close of Armageddon it will begin the millennial kingdom. And right before that beginning, as God has judged and Antichrist's son, the Antichrist and his false prophet, then God's going to bind the devil. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 3, and Revelation uh, verse 7, he'll be released for a season, and then God will judge him, uh, verse 20, Revelation 20. Uh, and then, uh, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, cause Christ to set up his millennial kingdom uh, at this time. Daniel chapter 2, verses uh, 44, Daniel 7, verse 14 and 27, Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 uh, through 6. So we, we, we have looked at Armageddon, uh, this, this amazing battle of all battles. Uh, Armageddon, again, looking at the chart, we're in the church age. The next major event is that event of the rapture. Once the church is raptured, then the seven-year tribulation will take place. And then Jesus Christ will come back in the second coming that will cause this battle of Armageddon. So Armageddon cannot happen uh, in the earth until the second coming of Christ. So I pray and hope that we've shared something today uh, that has given you a little clarity about this battle of all battles. I want you to bow your hearts as we close in prayer. Father, we love you. And again, I thank you so much for the word of truth. And again, Lord, I just pray this message will dissolve doubts. It will remove fear. But Lord, it will give us a clear understanding of this great battle of all battles, the battle of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ against the Antichrist and his armies and uh, uh, showing the, the perfect defeat of Christ over the Antichrist. Jesus will defeat him. And again, uh, I pray that those who watch it, Lord, let it bless them, let it strengthen them. And God, those that are not born again, Lord, let it challenge them to come to Christ. Now, Lord, we love you and we thank you. And we thank you for revealing these truths in advance. We love you now and we thank you now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.